Hello everyone, this is Rose Davidson with Crochet All The Way. Today I'm being joined by my two sisters, Brooke and Sarah. Sarah is a avid crocheter, and Brooke, not quite so much, but she is a trooper. We are going to start out today with talking about our first crochet lesson. Do you remember, Sarah? Okay, so our first project great-grandma wanted us to do was a pot holder, and so she had us do it two ways but to start with we were doing in rows and my project turned out with I kept on skipping stitches at the end so it kind of turned into a triangle um Brooks was a totally different story would you like to tell us Brooke yes so to clarify I was on the edge of the table and great grandma was on the other end so I didn't get to see the instructional so I kind of just made up my own way and Turns out I was missing the second dip into the hole, uh, so I was actually doing just slip stitches going across, and so mine began to curl up, and instead of going in rows, it became to like turn into a cup, so I took it on the way home, I was kind of distraught a little bit about my poor work, and it was dark, and I took my needle and started poking holes wherever I could find an opening, and before I knew it, when I got home, I had a blueberry so i stuffed it with paper towels um we because didn't have stuffing yeah it was the best i could find on short notice and then i decided to embellish it with a face and hmm yeah it had big lips <laughs> it was kind of ugly yeah. but i sat right next to great grandma and she told me whenever i would drop a stitch you'd be like go back tear that out you're not gonna be happy with that so i kept on going back and tearing out the stitches and so i came home with a very nice pot holder meanwhile sarah comes home with a triangle and brooke has a blueberry So as we progressed on in our lessons, great-grandma constantly emphasized that we needed to pull out our stitches no matter how far we had come. I remember in one particular instance, I had started to make a hat, but I didn't know how to go in rounds yet. So I pretty much made a bag and like stitched down the edges to make it look like it's rounded on top. I brought the great-grandma and... First, she didn't like it because she said, you aren't going to be happy with your work. That is not a good hat. That's a pot holder or a bag. And then besides that, she said, there's a stitch down there that you missed. And it was like 12 rows down. And she pulled out the whole thing. And then she told me, okay, make this into a pot holder and do it better. But great-grandma didn't just tell other people to rip out her projects. She did it herself. We remember one particular time when we were just devastated watching her pull out her project. Yeah, so she had this beautiful afghan, and she made afghans for... Well, she still does, I think. But <laughs> she made afghans for people who had uh, babies on the way or for weddings. And so I remember she had this beautiful cream-colored one. It was, like, all lacy-looking. And she said she'd been sitting in front of the TV, uh, crocheting it for nights on end. And there was one little stitch she missed, like, in one of, like, the early rows. And she said she just, like, ripped it all out she to was, go like, find it. done. She's literally almost done. Yeah, I, just, I don't have that kind of patience. Little secret. <laughs> That's why I'm just a trooper. The first Christmas after my sisters and I learned how to crochet, we decided we were going to make coasters for everyone in the family. So aunts and uncles and grandparents, and of course, great-grandma and grandpa. So 
in order to make a coaster, we had to crochet in rounds, but we had no clue how to make them flat because we didn't have a pattern. So we kind of made our own pattern as we went along. Yeah, we kind of just, like, discovered, like, we just thought we had come up with this new concept of going in circles. We didn't realize that it was normal. But, so, we, they came out kind of interesting, some better than others. Very roughly. Mine, personally, were very ripply. And, like, they had little holes in them because we didn't understand that when you... You can't just skip a stitch all together. You have to still put your needle through it so that there's not a hole. Oh, yeah. We were chaining. We weren't re- we weren't doubling stitches. We were literally chaining. <laughs> so there's little holes everywhere. And then there's, like, how we, like, super glued them to cork. And yeah. then they became all, like, stiff. <laughs> <laughs> but the cork was good because it hid all the holes. But to the point of the story, when we gave our coasters to great-grandma, she did like them because we made them for her. But she did tell us everything we did wrong with them. But in the end, she did put them on her coffee table, so... Which is really nice of her, considering how bad they were. (laughs) Yeah, but she liked them. So my sister Sarah is one of the most creative people I know. She loves to make things in her mind and make them happen. So Sarah never really followed crochet patterns. Unlike me, I like following a pattern and knowing exactly what's going on. But Sarah started to get herself into into trouble with crochet because she would never follow a pattern. She'd constantly blaze her own trail and make whatever she felt like. Okay, so whenever I see crochet patterns, I normally see mistakes in them, which is kind of a problem. But better than a pattern? Sometimes. Okay, I'm sorry. But, um, but the problem was I was doing this when I just started crocheting. So I would just like randomly decide like, oh, today I'm going to make a sweater or something. So there's like tons of like just started projects all over our house. Like one day we were going through the yarn bin and there was just like piles of like one row of something. And we're like, oh, there's another Sarah disaster. Okay. But um I eventually got better at it um I was like for example one time I altered a baby sweater pattern so that it would actually be like normal size um well one time I had a pair of socks that I liked because they had the pug pattern on them and um I was able to look at the way they were woven and um put it into a graph and then crochet it with using different colors and so I was, I turned it into a pillow. And so when I showed it to great grandma, um, she just was like, what's this? A pooch. <laughs> and so it's the pooch pillow ever since. I guess my one comment is like from observing my sisters that creative minds do tend to make messes. Like I felt sometimes like if she was like hand Hansel and Gretel, we could have like found her by following her crochet trail <laughs> and her yarn. <laughs> one time Brooke decided she was going to make a crocheted turtle and she kind of had herself committed to it. So there's no turning back. And the night before she had to have her crocheted turtle, she had only made the body. So... It was kind of a group effort to make Winter Wonder Ted. Yes, and I guess I w- as bad as I am at crocheting, I'm even worse at stitching, so it's probably a good thing I wasn't born in the 1800s, or I would have really horrible samplers. <laughs> but, um, so I was trying to stitch on his neck, and I don't know why that wasn't attached to his body to start with, 
but it looked awful. <laughs> and so I it had like these like lines where I'd like stitch with green on brown shell and it was awful. So I decided to make a scarf and being it was the winter season, we decided, well, actually Rose coined Winter Wonder Ted instead of Winter Wonderland. So ever since that has been his nickname. Great-grandma never quit teaching us how to crochet. Even though we had many failures, she was confident in us that we'd do fine. And it really did pay off. Over the years, each of us went to state competition and won a few competitions with our crochet. Like, I won my sophomore year with a hat, scarf, and mittens I made, my junior year with a table runner, and my senior year with doilies. Oh, I won uh, 7th grade with a pillow and 8th grade with a chicken. Yeah, for me, I made this elephant, and I think her name was Ellie, and she had, like, these spiral ears. Actually, they weren't that weird. I just don't remember much about it. But yeah, we all learned so much from her, and... She never gave up on us. Every time we'd have a new project for our state competition, she would tell us where we were going wrong, and she'd tell us what she would do to make it better. Thank you for listening to the first episode of Crochet All the Way. We hope that you enjoyed this podcast.